Welcome to Dornsife Trojan Talk, your direct source for student stories, experiences, and insight from the USC Dornsife College of Letters, Arts, and Sciences at the University of Southern California. Brought to you by the USC Dornsife Office of Admission and Student Success. Welcome back to Dornsife Trojan Talk. This is our first episode of the summer. We're excited to be producing some new content for you all, especially for our new incoming USC Dornsife Trojans. We're very excited to get a chance to meet you on campus very, very soon. What we wanted to start with this quote unquote season is talking a little bit about some of the programs that we offer to current students at USC Dornsife. So through the Office of Admission and Student Success, you know that we work with all of you as you're going through your application process and when you're admitted, kind of giving you a sense of what this school is about and what we can offer you as a current student. But when you get to USC, our office still works with different student groups that you could be involved with yourself. So I invited two of the directors of our programs to the podcast today um, and had each of them introduce themselves and then we'll kind of get into what each of these programs are. So Libni, we'll go ahead and start with you. Thank you, Mark. Hello, everyone. My name is Libni Lopez. I'm the senior assistant director, or one of the senior assistant directors here in the office. I oversee the Dornsife Transfer Ambassador Program, um, which is primarily comprised of transfer students. So for those transfer students in the audience, if you're interested, I can definitely talk more about um, what uh, DTAP entails. Which is good, because that's why you're here on that podcast episode. Absolutely. (laughs) Nathan, let's go to you now. Hi everyone, my name is Nathan Hugh. I'm one of the assistant directors here with the Office of Dornsife Admission and Student Success. And it's great to be with you. I'm gonna be overseeing the Dornsife Ambassadors, not to be confused with DTAP. And basically what we do is we have both um, new students and incoming transfers, and we're working with prospective and admitted students and really running events for them. And, um, you know, just doing a lot for the admission process and kind of how that uh, works here at USC. Yeah, so today we're highlighting the Dornsife Transfer Ambassadors and the Dornsife Ambassadors. So to really confuse you, we wanted to make sure that three out of those words were all the same uh, compared to each of those programs. But what you heard so far is just a quick introduction into what each of these are. And I want each of you maybe to also just talk about uh, what the primary responsibilities of each of these programs are. I know that while they are under our umbrella, they're both a little bit different. Uh, Nathan, I'm actually going to start with you first because uh, what your program really does is relates more to the perspective and admitted student process for new students coming in. So uh, just what's the, you know, if you were to give a, a typical responsibilities list or day in the life of a Dornsife ambassador, you know, what might that look like? Yeah, so uh, some things that our Dornsife ambassadors do, um, they're going to be running our social media. So we have some of our ambassadors do Instagram takeovers and, um, you know, kind of just post stories or post different things that they're doing um, around campus. We're going to have them uh, do different student panels. So they're going to be hosting these panels, you know, for our Discover USC event in the fall or um, Explore events in the spring, Admitted Student Day in the spring as well. Um, And we're just also going to have our students um, really just help us to um, make USC a more welcoming place for our uh, incoming students. So um, whether that is through Unibuddy, which is a chatting platform that we have our ambassadors do, or over social media or in these panels, we really want to just... um, emphasize and give um, prospective students a look into what a current uh, USC student is going through, kind of how their experience has been here, what they're involved in, and anything like that. 
Excellent. And as you've probably seen as an incoming student, if you were at any of our events, any of our students that were there were most likely part of our Joint Safe Ambassador program, or at least somewhat related to that program. So thanks, Nathan. Libni, for the transfer ambassadors, other than the fact that the title of the program has transfer in it, what's the main difference in responsibilities between DTAP and what Nathan talked about with Dorn Safe Ambassadors? Yes, of course. So on top of all the things that Nathan listed, which our transfer ambassadors also do, we also have sort of the current student component. So our transfer ambassadors work with prospective students, but also once you are a current student, a current transfer student, we create or our ambassadors create a variety of different events and community building opportunities for Dornsife transfer students. So throughout the year, we host different um, get togethers, meet and greets, um, resource sessions um, and just really the intention of our program is to continue supporting our transfer students through the prospective student stage but also once they're current transfer students. The main intention or the, the reason DTAP sort of came to be was really understanding that the needs of transfer students can sometimes vary from prospective first-year students, right? You're, you're not a new student to, to college. Mm -hmm. you are, you've already gone through a previous institution, whether it's a community college or another four-year institution, and so you're already a college student. So what are the types of resources, what, what is the kind of support that you're looking for once you're transitioning in, and more than likely you're coming in during junior year, maybe sophomore year as well, so you're, you're already an upperclassman. And so DTAP was created to kind of fill that gap and fill that need that maybe the Dornsife Ambassador Program you know, is not able to support because you have so many first-year prospects of students, mm -hmm. more than we do transfer. Yeah. And so that's why we, we support our, our current transfer students with different types of resources and support and, and a space to really find community um, because community is something really important for, for all students, generally speaking, but especially when you're coming in later in the game, you know, so to speak, mm -hmm. um, when you're a transfer student. And Nathan, where do you see the value of Dornsafe Ambassadors living? I mean, obviously the Dornsafe Ambassador program has been around a lot longer, and you talked a lot about the involvement in getting students used to what the prospective student kind of cycle is like, applying for the school, getting used to what type of programs they might be interested in. But as for the students who are actual ambassadors, like what value do they get out of being part of your program? Yeah, so part of it is just a really tight-knit community. So I think that one of the um, really great ways to get involved and meet new people, especially as an incoming uh, new student at USC, is to get involved in Dornsife Ambassadors. It's a great way to meet new people, um, to really form that community. We have a lot of social events to make sure that our ambassadors are taken care of and really meeting each other as well. And it's also um, an opportunity to give back, right? So I know that um, especially for a lot of our incoming students, they've had the opportunity to meet with previous or even current Dornsife ambassadors. And so um, in the same way, you know, they can, you know, perhaps pay it forward and, you know, be an ambassador themselves and, you know, hopefully transform the application process um, for future students in the same way that the ambassadors have for them in the past as well. Awesome. Open question for both of you. What is your favorite part about being involved in these programs? So I, I think for me, seeing the evolution of students or the growth of, of students once they start, I think especially our transfer students come in wanting to hit the ground running and try, feeling the need to sort of catch up even though they don't have to catch mm -hmm. up, right? Um, and so I see them very much trying to involve themselves very quickly and 
finding their footing over time. So I've seen some of our ambassadors, you know, start off being involved in a variety of things and over time maybe some of those activities wean off, but seeing them still able, not able, but still seeing them wanting to engage in our program and wanting to take on lead roles or responsibilities, um, even coming to our events when they don't necessarily have to or mm -hmm. some of our, our optional sessions is really great to see because they really genuinely care about supporting students and kind of to Nathan what you mentioned before about paying it forward about being able to be that voice and that guide that maybe they necessarily didn't have when they were transferring in or through the application process or maybe they found somebody that was that um, that really great support and so they wanted to pay it forward as well so I see I think seeing that growth and development is, is my favorite part yeah Nathan how about you I love hearing our ambassadors stories our ambassadors are so great at everything, and I love bragging about them. <laughs> Every single time they share a story with an audience, I'm like, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> so whenever um, I'm talking with a parent or whatever it might be, or a student, um, I'm going to be like, hey, I know an ambassador who did this. I know an ambassador who worked at the World Bank and did research there in Washington, D.C. I know an ambassador who traveled abroad and did research on coral reefs in Australia. Mm -hmm. So hearing all of our ambassadors and their stories and just how accomplished they are and bragging about them, uh, I love doing that. And um, I'm looking forward to hopefully doing that some more in the future, too. Yes, let it be known on the podcast if you are listening that if you've ever heard a student story if you've ever seen a student picture on a publication they're actual real USC Dornsife students <laughs> that we've had the pleasure of working with um, not just impressive but incredibly intimidating in like the best way um, being surrounded by them can be quite an experience so if any of the students who are listening are interested in joining either of your programs uh, Nathan we'll start with you and then we'll go to Libni what's the process of applying the timeline what can they expect as someone who's wanting to join the program? Yeah, that's a great question. So for the Doris Inf Ambassadors, we're going to have a booth at the a new student welcome uh, in late August. So be on the lookout for that. It'll be right after convocation mm -hmm. um, next month. And basically um, you can sign up at the booth that we'll have there. Uh, you just fill out an application and then after that we'll be um, inviting people to interview. And so our recruitment will be happening within the last couple of weeks of August and a little bit into September. And after that, um, hopefully we'll have a great new cohort of ambassadors to work with. Excellent. And then Libby, how about you? Yeah, so similar process to Nathan. So our, our application goes out at the beginning of the semester. We usually email out the application, but we mm -hmm. also post it on our social media and on our website. So multiple platforms to try to get as many transfer students to learn more about our program, but also to apply as well. And then usually the turnaround time from application to interview to being admitted into the program is about a month or so. Um, we do have, our program is slightly smaller than Dornsife Ambassadors, so we usually take or have a total of about 20 students. And so that, um, as far as how many students we admit, it varies um, by, by cycle. Um, but we definitely always encourage students to engage in our programs, even if they're not part of our ambassador program, um, and or apply for the following cycle. Yeah, and I know for Nathan, yours is a little bit bigger, having a program of almost 80 students and bringing in maybe 20 to 30 new ambassadors each year. Um, so that's kind of where those differences lie. Those students who are interested in applying, we always get the question, even we get this question even when students are applying for the university, you know, what type of student are you looking for? I'm gonna rephrase that to be, what type of students thrive in these two different student groups? And you can kind of both answer since I think there's a lot of similarities between the two. I think, with ambassadors because they are representatives right of 
of our of the admission office. Um, they have to be definitely outgoing, and even if they're not, you know, we do provide a lot of training for our students to help build those, you know, presentation skills or mm -hmm. speaking skills. Um, but I think having a certain type of energy of just being enthusiastic, I guess is the word I'm looking for, yeah. of just wanting to talk about and share their stories and experiences, um, I think is very important for an ambassador. Um, and just being open to trying out new things, at least with the, for the Dornside Transfer Ambassador Program. We have a variety of different teams similar to yours, um, Nathan, but um, you know, wanting students are able to switch around and wherever the need is, sometimes we move around teams. So you have to do newsletter this month or this other month you have to focus on, on creating the agenda for one of our meetings, um, just wherever the need is. is. So being able to be flexible um, mm -hmm. and open to trying out new things um, I think is critical for our Dornside Transfer Ambassadors. Great. I 100% agree with Libni for the regular Dorsen ambassadors. Um, I will just say one more thing is that just looking for fun people. Uh, <laughs> people who love to have fun, people who, um, you know, will love to go out to um, K-Town or on a hike to Hollywood and really just um, go out and have all these different experiences and um, really take advantage of what we have both here at USC and in L.A. in general um, because that's, you know, it, it it leads to more stories and more experiences and uh, more excitement of things to share with everybody else. Yeah, I know in my experience, the desire to talk to other people is probably pretty important for this program, <laughs> actually for both programs, because you're either talking to other current students who have been in situations similar to you, or you're talking to prospective and admitted students who went through a process that you kind of went through yourself. Uh, outreach is certainly a big part about what we do with both ambassador programs, so I would definitely say that's a pretty big requirement about things you'd like to do. We talked about just the general value of the program, but what might members of your different organizations get out of their experience beyond just the opportunity to give back to the next generation of Trojans or whatever other cliche thing you want to come up with? <laughs> uh, what do they get out of this? Yeah, so uh, for both programs, it's definitely a lot of communication communication skills. So um, as an ambassador, you'll be, you know, speaking with parents and prospective students and um, giving presentations or, or on being on panels. Um, so it's a really good opportunity to um, learn how to give a presentation, learn how to talk with people from different backgrounds, mm -hmm. um, di from different places, um, perhaps even, uh, you know, spend some time practicing your Spanish or whatever language <laughs> you might be yeah. taking here at USC. Um, these are all really great skills that you'll need not only for your time here at USC, um, but also in life, right? You're, you're going to be um, working, you're going to be presenting, and so these are, um, you know, really important communication skills um, for the workplace and for later on as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think definitely all those uh, skills that are developed, both inside and outside the classroom, but that outside experience is really important um, in, any, in, in, in any field the student ends up in. But I wanted to add, uh, you know, you, you said maybe not necessarily, you know, making an impact on students, but sort of in that vein, but not necessarily that. Um, I think being able to create um, programs or opportunities for students. So I think this is very specific to the Dornside Transfer Ambassador Program because we work with current students. Right. And so it's very student-led. And so the events that are created, the opportunities that are created is very much what the students see the need of our transfer community mm -hmm. has. And so everything that they do um, is really focused around that. And so creating opportunities for our Dornside transfer community really understanding where the gaps lie and what they needed support in again kind of going back to when they were transferring in or mm -hmm. through that system and so it's very student-led um and that impact kind of 
can be very long lasting. So, you know, we've created things where our program started off in 2019 is not where it's at now. Right. It's definitely much larger and students know more of our program. And so I think moving forward and maybe in years to come, our program can expand and support and make a larger impact within the transfer community than it initially does. Um, even now, just generally speaking at the university, we have more transfer uh, programs than we did when DTAP started in 2019. So I think that wraps up our time talking about the Dornsife Ambassador and Dornsife Transfer Ambassador programs. I want to thank Nathan and Libney for joining us on the podcast. Uh, be sure to keep an eye on your email, especially if you are interested in applying for either of these programs. We have been sending out some weekly emails to all of you about different programs you can get involved in, resources and opportunities that you can explore once you get to USC. This is definitely one of the, I think, best things that we can offer, especially within our office, to our current students. Um, we'd love for so many of you to apply and be part of our different ambassador programs. So with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up, and we'll be back next week with a new episode.